we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 7th, 2012. And um, next article, I've had a listener from Florida, which is, he's from the same area I was from before I relocated to North Carolina, and uh, he's been asking me to do a, um, just an excerpt on essentially Chinese drywall as far as health risks, because this is something that not a lot of people are aware of, but it could be, I mean, this could literally take you out if you're not aware of it in your house. And um, so I wanted to cover that today. Background, over 3,000 homeowners have reported now, it's probably a lot higher than that now, but they've reported that drywall imported from China has caused health problems and metal corrosion in their homes. Just one more awesome product from China, you know. Uh, Chinese drywall warning refers to defective or tainted drywall imported from China from 2001 to 2008, which emits sulfur gases, which usually but not always create a noxious odor and corrode copper and other metal surfaces, thereby damaging your air conditioner, electrical wiring, copper plumbing, appliances, and electronics. Chinese drywall can also cause adverse health effects. The time period, unfortunately, that it was being used and being brought into the U.S. coincides with a housing boom and drywall shortage. Where I was from, in the uh, Lee County area of Florida, Fort Myers area, we were near the top as far as growth goes for a lot, a lot of years. And this was why it was such a huge, it is such a huge problem there because there were more homes being built in that area where this was being used. And I knew a lot of people firsthand that were having problems with this stuff. And, I mean, it was creating all types of horrific problems. People trying to live where this Chinese drywall was um, used. So, while the material source of the problem is known, a complete understanding of the cause of the problem remains unknown, which is likely due in part because of different mines were involved and there were different manufacturing processes and different types of construction and building materials were used. So in other words, it's not just across the board that you have this exact same problem every single time happening with Chinese drywall. Uh, It was variable, so it wasn't like, you know, there's a little bit of variability there. Original focus that was going on is just seen in Florida, but now is seen in papers and on the news is being found also elsewhere. Uh, so, due to components of the drywall, elevated levels of sulfur, it's causing corrosion of copper wiring, turning <clears throat> black in the panel, uh, AC unit coils to corrode and fail, tarnishing jewelry, door stops, tarnish and turn black, and even shorten the lifespan of TVs and microwaves due to internal corrosion. And, um, I mean, it can turn the, the hinges on your doors and, and the cabinets. He had sent me some pictures of that. They were, you know, turning, like, almost like growing like this fuzz, fungus-like stuff looking on them. I mean, it's really crazy what it does in a house. And um, the possibility that Chinese drywall is emitting excessive amounts of hydrogen sulfide fumes and ammonia gas which can cause extreme irritation, unconsciousness, and even death. These are the health concerns. Chinese drywall was found by Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratories to emit hydrogen sulfide up to 100 times greater than non-Chinese 
produce drywall. Hydrogen sulfide is a hazardous gas, which in high concentrations can be fatal. According to Dr. Patricia Williams, a University of New Orleans toxicologist, highly toxic compounds have been found in Chinese drywall and prolonged exposure to these compounds can cause serious problems. Strontium sulfide, which is another gas emitted from Chinese drywall, may be dangerous to developing children as it affects bone growth. Chronic exposure to these gases may affect the central nervous system, including visual and sensory changes, cardiovascular system, eyes, kidneys, liver, and skin, infants, children, and elderly in the infirm, particularly those with heart and lung diseases, and diabetics and pets may have increased vulnerability to these gases and particulates that are released from the drywall. Going further, health risks may remain an open question, but homeowners exposed to Chinese drywall often report similar physical ailments and symptoms including acne, asthma, attacks, bloody noses, congestion, coughing problems, hair loss, headaches, hives, irritated eyes, joint muscle pain, miscarriages, nausea, nosebleeds, phlegm, rashes, runny nose, shortness of breath, sneezing, sinus problems, sore throat, tightness of the chest, trouble breathing, and urinary tract infections after being exposed to Chinese drywall. Now, warning signs, rotten egg smell within the home, corrosion or blackening of metal items within the walls or protruding from the walls, and, you know, hinges and those other things mentioned. Um, uh, homes built, they're saying primarily between 2004 2006, but I don't think we can get quite that definitive. Um, <clears throat> there's some, obviously, some leeway there, but... Complaints from homeowners in line with the effects of Chinese drywall, uh, in other words, just the symptomatology that I just mentioned, find an area where the back of the drywall is exposed, like the attic or the garage, and look for the words, and this is how you can determine this. So in other words, if you go up in your attic and you let's, let's say you peel away your insulation, you're going to see the back side of the, of the drywall that's not painted. You're going to look for the words China or China in all capital letters or the word Knauf, K-N-A-U-F. Now remember, this, like all the other teachings I put up there, is available with a PDF. Uh, in this case, it's going to be a 18 to 19 page PDF for the teaching for October 7, 2012 on truth.com. I put the audios and the PDFs free every week, and so you can go reference or follow along, and I give you four different links here that you can click on if you want to know more about this problem. So, you look for the words China, or Knauf, K-N-A-U-F, all capital letters, or the um, verbiage C36, C36, stamped on the back of the drywall, or the edges of the tape of the drywall. That's that's how you're going to know it's Chinese drywall from, I guess, the wrong, you know, uh, if, if you're suspecting this, this will confirm it. Okay, then you go look at the number of electrical receptacles and copper wiring along with AC coil for black corrosion. If you're starting to see, you know, any of these things, obviously you're going to start suspecting this. And this could be something where somebody could be suffering from... I said they have no clue. They move into a place that has this. They don't know anything about it. They've never heard of it. They start to have all these health problems. And then there's all these really weird stuff going on with the metal. Well, here's your answer. So, um, that hopefully can help some people there, potentially. Next article. Next report. 
Gulf of New Mexico seafood should not be eaten. Now, I did a ton of reports on the Gulf oil spill. And um, you can key in oil spill or Gulf in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com if you want to know more about that. But the problems linger, and I told you that they would. Now, this is just more proof of this. This is um, New Orleans, Louisiana. The fishermen have never seen anything like this, Dr. Jim Cohen told um, a news report. And in my 20 years working on Red Snapper, looking at somewhere between 20,000 to 30,000 fish, I've never seen anything like this. Um, Dr. Cohen, the, the Louisiana State University's Department of Oceanography and Coastal Sciences, has started hearing about fish with sores and lesions from fishermen all the way back from November of 2010. Cohen's findings replicate those of others living along the vast areas of the Gulf Coast that have been impacted by BP oil and, I think, even almost more so, the dispersants they sprayed on the oil to sink the oil, which were actually far more caustic than the actual oil spill themselves. Gulf of um, Mexico fishermen, scientists, and seafood processors have said they are finding disturbing numbers of mutated shrimp, crab, and fish that they believe are deformed by chemicals released during the BP 2010 oil disaster. Along with collapsing fisheries, you have signs of the malignant impact on the regional ecosystem are ominous. They are horribly mutated shrimp, fish with oozing sores, underdeveloped blue crabs, lacking claws, eyeless crabs, and shrimp, even shrimp born without eye sockets, and interviewees, uh, the interviewees' fingers always point toward BP's oil pollution disaster, you know, and the Corexit spraying as the cause. So this stuff isn't going away. They sunk the oil with the dispersants, um, guaranteed that it's probably still leaking to a certain extent because of the fraction of the sea bottom that I've said, which literally made it impossible to totally cap the thing. And, you know, you're going to be getting this stuff. And that's why I'm saying you shouldn't want to you really don't want to uh, be eating uh, this uh, this seafood. So, the Gulf of Mexico is, you know, a very, very volatile place, and it's about the last place on the planet I would go to get my meal from at this point. You know, sorry to the, to the fishermen there, but, you know, facts are facts, and, you know, I've done so many reports on this, and, I, and again, I said when this all went down, it's, this isn't just a problem that's going to go away by itself. Next report, uh, in Louisiana, remnants of the 2010 BP Deepwater Horizon oil spill is washing up on shore in the form of tar balls from heavily laced, that are actually heavily laced with Corexin. Okay, So, it is estimated that 1 million barrels of oil, which probably is conservative, remain at the seabed of the Gulf of Mexico, left behind by the BPH, BP oil spill. So tar mats have been identified on multiple beaches and surveys are finding even more. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of touch on that subject again just to reinforce that, that this isn't a problem that's went away. You know, it's not like that it's going to go away. You've got Fukushima, <laughs> the radiation there, and then you've got the Gulf oil disaster. And those are just two things that are just totally tainting the world's oceans. And, you know, only, I'm sure there's, Tons of other things that go on on a daily basis that are along those lines, maybe just not as um, on a large scale where it's happening. So, next report chemtrails exposed. 
Dr. Gwen Scott, who I refer to on later as well, mentions in a 2005 documentary that mortality from respiratory diseases went up from being the eighth most leading cause of death in the United States to being the third in a span of five years. So that's pretty significant. Pretty significant jump. What else do we know? Aluminum is in the mix of the chemtrails and has bad effects on your health. It is associated with Alzheimer's disease, and there's links to that. And this is this why now some people as young as 26 years old are getting Alzheimer's disease? Well, it could just be from the aluminum alone. The barium in the chemtrails is also a hallmark of spraying, and tests mention in the documentary what in the world are they spraying, which is the documentary I mentioned previously. There's a link to that. They reveal very high levels of barium, strontium, and aluminum. Fungus that is sprayed on us also eats the nutrients our body needs to regenerate our immune system. So fungus, and you get in the whole realm of candida, and what it does in the body, and this is why it's good to have, you know, at times cycle in some good flora from either raw fermented foods, which is about the only way you can get it naturally, uh, which, you know, unfortunately they, they're out, they've outlawed all those in the stores, but somebody was advertising on Alex Jones lately and they had talked about how to make your own raw fermented foods, which is really a good thing if you can do that. And to have the natural, live, uh, good bacteria cultures in there that goes in and they compete with candida in the body. Um, also, the mild silver protein that I advocate is very, very good at eradicating candida. And really, uh, directly eradicating it. And um, So anyway, another noteworthy symptom is that I find it harder to breathe these days. Others I know are having more difficulty breathing these days as well. Barium's devastating effects include, happen to include breathing difficulties, increased blood pressure, heart rhythm changes, stomach irritation, muscle weakness, alterations in nerve reflexes, damage to your brain, liver, heart, and kidney. Again, they're trying to kill us from every possible angle. Air, food, water, you know, you name it. Uh, electromagnetically, through the harp, Gwen, scalier weaponry, sound of silence, and the things, the, the uh, smart meters, uh, cell phones, you name it. I mean, it's, it's bombarding you from about every angle, just about 24-7. Many farmers are also noting, and I think that's why it's important for you to pray God protect you from these things, because he's perfectly capable of protecting you from whatever, you know, malevolent technology that they're trying to use to take us out. Uh, many farmers are also noting the decline in their yields. A farmer I know said that last month was the first time she had ever had green beans growing in her own garden in October in her entire life. A woman in a landscaping told me that she was seeing certain plants flowering in times of the year that they normally would never do. Uh, something is definitely throwing the balance of nature off. The video below explains many farmers talking about their experiences with this. It's not a coincidence. This is very important. It's not a coincidence that the genetically modified seeds that are being used are being are actually made to resist aluminum. These are the seeds that Monsanto, the one of the most evil satanic companies on planet Earth, the ones that you know are just at the spear tip of, of GMO and and um, the most horrific pesticides that you can imagine. And, I mean, they were the ones that, that essentially brought us NutraSweet or Sperotine, which is a neurotoxin. And you could go on and on and on about Monsanto and the evil 
beyond, I mean, it's literally a company we need to be praying against. They're, they're that wicked and evil. There is nothing good in that wicked, evil company. And they are all about killing humanity off as, in, as aggressively as they can. They are genetically producing modified seeds, genetically modified seeds, that are actually made to resist aluminum. And they're spraying, this is what they're spraying our, our skies with. So in other words, it'll get to the point where you're trying to use a natural, organic, uh, heirloom, non-GMO seed, and because of all the aluminum they're spraying on, on us from the chemtrails, those seeds are not going to be able to thrive because the soil is going to be so saturated with aluminum and barium and these types of things, which are unnatural, that those seeds won't be able to thrive. But the Monsanto genetically modified terminator seeds, which are seeds that you have to go back every year to get because they're terminator, they don't produce viable seeds that, can, that you can use next year in your crops. I mean, they are literally frankenfoods here. Those kinds of, kinds of seeds will thrive where they're spraying chemtrails. That way you've got to go to Big Brother to get your food because only those seeds are going to produce any kind of crop yield. It's all by design to kill us. I mean, if that's not evil, I don't know what is. But this is exactly why they're doing it. They're making aluminum-resistant GMO seeds that literally have their own pesticides built in to them. And, and they'll thrive in an aluminum-rich environment. It's, they're literally terraforming the planet. They're, they're reformatting the planet. The seas, the air, the land, everything. Into this satanic corruption of God's creation. That is what they're literally doing on a global scale. So they want us to buy all their food from them because they're seeking to cut off any of our alternatives. And that's why they're doing this with the, um, they're, they're doing soil samples in a lot of, in these places. And they're finding these aluminum and barium numbers off the scales because of all the chemtrails. They want to manage every aspect of our lives and control every aspect of our lives. Accurately studying the harmful effects of these metals on us is made more troublesome by the fact that they can have synergistic effects in a bad way. There are many things being sprayed and it's hard to know how they all mix. Sometimes I see a plane spraying a trail immediately behind another plane's trail. Almost like they're trying to cook something up. Huh, wouldn't surprise me a bit. Here's a picture of some chemtrails, but, you know, I, I vehemently pray against these things. I vehemently. And I find the only time that God will take them out of the skies is when I get real mad. I mean, righteous and indignant. And sometimes I won't see them sprayed for a long time. But I, it's hard to get righteous and indignant, like, when they're not spraying. You know what I mean? So... I pray on days where they're not, but a lot of times, unless I get righteous indignant, like be angry and sin not, righteous indignation is an attribute of God. You know? It's, but it's hard to muster up righteous indignation when they're not doing it. You know what I mean? So I find myself in a catch-22 there. Um, but um, I've seen them go, you know, for long periods of time without spraying. And I really believe if more people, more Christians were we're specifically praying about that, that we would have uh, greater, less and less and less of these things being uh, sprayed upon us because the power of prayer can move mountains. And, um, you know, so anyway, 
So now that a lot of uh, now that's a lot of doom and gloom, and there's more to come. But let's pause for a moment to examine ways to heal yourself from the toxic effects of this cocktail. Uh, Gwen Scott, who is a ND, ND, seems to have a lot of knowledge on the subject and is featured in a fantastic documentary, Aerosol Crimes, which I highly recommend. This is the person writing the article. Some of what she says regarding detoxing yourself of the chemtrails. Now, I've already covered some of that uh, with liver detox um, that we talked about earlier, and um, iodine's always good. It's not so much for chemtrails, but just to compete with the bad halogens they keep trying to put into our air and diet and water. Uh, and she's saying essential fatty acids help to push out the aluminum out through your hair, believe it or not. Omega-3 oils are essential for brain function. Uh, fatty acids also lower blood pressure, apparently good sources of essential fatty acids. Omega-3s are flaxseed oil, but make sure if you buy flaxseed oil, you're buying like refrigerated, if you're going to buy it liquid, buy refrigerated barleens in the black bottle in the refrigerated section. If it's not refrigerated, don't buy it. Not if it's in liquid. And um, I use Linum B6 by Standard Process. That's in a, uh, like a gel cap kind of thing where air can't get to it. Flax oil is very, very volatile. It'll go rancid very quickly once air hits it. And you, you just don't want to mess around with uh, flax oil unless you really know the quality. Uh, evening primrose oil and krill oil, a good, a good omega-3 distilled fish oil. You know, like Nordic Naturals makes a good one. They filter them. They get out the heavy metals and stuff. That's another good one. Dr. Mercola has a really good krill oil. Um, so there's those things. Uh, it's very, very important for brain function. I mean, about 60% of your brain is fat. Actually, it's probably more than that. And um, a lot of that comes directly from the omega-3s. And I think what they've done is they've removed the good fats from our diets. And uh, that's been by design as well because you have to have the good fats to have proper brain function. You have to have the good fats to make hormones. But fats are demonized. Cholesterol is demonized. Cholesterol is one of the most important things that we can possibly have in our body. And they found that the countries that have the longest lifespan are the countries that have the highest cholesterol rates. Oh, no, now you're really going off the deep end. No, I'm not. Get, get uh, U.D. Restoffen's book, The Cholesterol Myth. He's an M.D. and wrote this. And he studied different cultures and found those that had the highest cholesterol rates had the highest... Remember, they lie to us about everything. Why would they want? Why would they be so concerned about lowering our cholesterol? Because you have to have cholesterol to make all hormones in the body. Cholesterol is one of the chief things that our brain is made of—the good fatty acids. So what they do is they get our cholesterol numbers. They manipulate them through through statin drugs. The word statin means to stop. It shuts down cholesterol production, which about ninety percent of it occurs in the liver. They shut down the liver, which gums it up. And then the cholesterol levels start to plummet. And they're like, oh, okay, good, your cholesterol levels are good. Well, guess what? When you don't have enough cholesterol, you can't make hormones. What happens when you can't make enough hormones? Well, all kinds of things go haywire, but you'll start to go nuts. you start to go crazy. You won't be able to handle stress. You have to have enough hormones to handle stress. They don't want you to be able to handle stress. So they put you on their cholesterol uh, statin drug you know, like Crestor or whatever they're going to use, which artificially manipulates your cholesterol numbers down. 
And they act, they act like cholesterol is this cursed substance that courses through our veins, when it's one of the most important. And then they manipulate our numbers down, and then we don't have proper brain function, we can't make hormones, we can't cope with stress properly. And then you have to end up going on Prozac. Because you're, you're going to end up going nuts if you stay on that stuff. And not only that, it opens you way up to a um, another heart attack, because those statin drugs... Guess what else they do? They totally shut down your CoQ10 production in the body. CoQ10 is absolutely 100% necessary to avoid heart attacks. Your heart has to have it. You're going to shut down totally all your natural CoQ10 production, which sets you up for a nice massive heart attack. Well, isn't that why I'm taking the cholesterol drug? Yeah, you would think. But that's not the way it works. They act like cholesterol just plaques you up. No, it doesn't. If you if your HDL to LDL numbers are way out of whack, which is your they say good and bad cholesterol, there's really no such thing. But those two those two ratios, if they're way out of whack, yes, that can set you up. If your triglycerides are through the roof, yes, that can set you up. If your C-reactive proteins through the roof, yes, that can set you up. If your homocysteine levels are through the roof, yes. But those are far more accurate indicators than total cholesterol. Do you know that the total cholesterol, anything below 300, about I was like 20, 25 years ago, was considered normal? But these devils from these pharmaceutical lobbies lobbied to get the numbers lowered because every time they got the numbers dropped 25, 50 points, guess what? They had millions more customers now that had to have their drug in order to drug, drug manipulate your, their body into being supposedly healthy. All of everything that I talk about today and, and a lot of other studies, hopefully you can just see... Satan's hoof prints all over everything. How they're trying to kill us and deceive us and lie to us. Like some drug is going to keep us healthy. If you want to deplaque your arteries, if you've had a Doppler ultrasound of your carotid arteries and they show you're plaqued up, yeah, you need to do something about that. But it, is, it, it isn't about taking some kind of uh, cholesterol statin drug. That's not going to do it. Or, or, or thinning the blood with, like, Wayfair and Acumadin. You know what that is? That's that. I know I talked about fluoride being rat poison. That's rat poison, too. Literally. Coumadin is rat poison. Well, how does it work as rat poison? It thins the blood so much that they bleed out. And a lot of people... I mean, I've had patients on that stuff. And, oh, it's terrible. Horrific. Here's how you can accomplish it Naturally. Take the enzyme natokinase, N-A-T-T-O-K-I-N-A-S-E, natokinase, on an empty stomach. Yes, it's derived from, from soy, but it's one compo- It's just the enzymatic component derived from soy. You're not getting all the, bent, the terrible stuff from soy on that. Take it on an empty stomach, it will, help, it will thin the blood naturally. Never take it and like something like Coumadin or a blood thinner together, okay? because it will thin the blood too much. Okay, so it would be something that if you you so choose to do that, you can wean you you may want to decide to wean off. Now, natokinase does have some deplacking uh, effects in the body. It's not the only thing I would do though to deplac the body, um, the arteries. Also, um, you want to avoid chloridated water. Chlorine plaques up the arteries. Um, obviously, if your triglyceride levels, if your C-reactive protein levels, if your homocysteine levels. If your HDL to ND, LDL levels are all out of whack, yes, that can plaque up the body. Best way to get your HDL numbers good or, or a good high-quality fish oil. Uh, make sure your liver's cleansed. Uh, triglycerides, lower carbohydrate consumption. If, if you're a carbo- carbohydrate-aholic, meaning you're, you're, you're really um, 
eating a lot of carbs, if you're, you know, drinking too much alcohol, those are all things that can raise triglyceride levels. Um, C-reactive protein, that's high. Serapepsidase, best enzyme I know of to probably lower that. And then also you can do oral EDTA chelation to deplaque the arteries. Best way to do it is to open it up under your tongue, the chelation, 1,500 milligrams to 2,000 once a day. Let it sit under the tongue, swallow it with some water. If you don't like the taste, hit your tongue with a uh, thing of peppermint oil, and you'll be able to uh, process that. That helps to naturally deplaque the arteries. If you really want to get serious, you find somebody that actually does, and only the MDs can do this, um, EDTA chelation, the intravenous kind. Now that I know people that have done that, and they swear by it. They, I've had people tell me it saved their lives. They were plaqued up. They get the EDTA chelation, deplaques their arteries. It's a lot more expensive. You know, you're looking at 100, 100, 150 bucks a pop at least to go in there. 20, 30, 40 sessions, depending on how plaqued up you are. But if you're plaqued up, man, that you don't want to mess around with that. You're gonna you're gonna die of a stroke. Or, or of a heart attack sooner or later if you stay plaqued up, you know. So anyway, th- those are some things you can do. Um, further, uh, things that will drive um, regarding this aluminum and regarding the chemtrails. Fluoride causes you to absorb more aluminum. <laughs> it's like all of this is totally interconnected. Fluoride, imagine that, what we were just talking about, causes you to absorb more aluminum. So why do you think they're doing that? (laughs) Try to kill us. So that you come in contact with, and aluminum can cross the blood-brain barrier as well, causing Alzheimer's and short-term memory loss, as mentioned earlier. Studies show a 5 to 10 point reduction in IQ associated with fluoridation. When aluminum ions and magnesium ions combine, they clot blood. A good blood thinner is, now here, they're going to give their version of blood thinners, ginger root, ginkgo biloba, uh, and the enzyme natokinase. Now, again, the only one of the three, though, that's going to have any potential to deplaque your arteries is the natokinase. And even better than that is the EDTA chelation. But EDTA chelation doesn't necessarily thin your blood. So it could be compatible even if you're on blood thinners, EDTA chelation. Okay, although do not take these if you're already taking a blood thinning medication pharmaceutical. Absolutely. Because she... You don't want to do natural, even, blood thinning while you're on a medication. Um, Remember, medications force things in the body to happen. They mandate them. Natural substances work with the body to create a favorable environment for those things to happen. They don't force your body to do anything. Drugs do. Drugs uh, basically treat your body like, you're stupid, you do this, and we tell you what to do. And which creates all kind of horrific side effects. Natural substances don't work that way. The way God intended things to be. Uh, for heavy metal removal, you can use, also use diametaceous earth. Make sure it's food grade. Don't use the pool filter kind. Okay? Diametaceous earth, food grade. Had a list of something like 50 pounds of the stuff. I got diametaceous earth coming out of my ears because I had already bought some. So I, I probably got enough to whatever, see me through forever. Um, it's also a very good source of silica, which is good for skin, hair, nail, bones. Uh, it's good for a lot of stuff. It's really good for parasites. You can even put it in one of those puffer things and, and puff it on your garden and, and keep bugs off. And, and um, It's really good. 
So it's not very expensive. I mean, for what you get, I mean, my word, just get the food grade. And you can find just keen food grade diametaceous earth online. Uh, this is an all-natural substance that binds itself to heavy metals to allow the release through the bowels. Next thing, the things that kill fungus that are being sprayed on us. Caprylic acid is one thing that can kill fungus. Now, there's a lot of things um, that can kill fungus. Paul Diarco, tea. Uh, I think the most powerful thing is the mild silver protein I use, as far as just killing, flat-out killing candida. But also do that... <clears throat> At different times, do it with some good, with a good refrigerated bioflora product. Or, like I said before, if you can make your own fermented foods with the flora cultures added in, that's probably the best way to go. You know, but it's just not practical for everybody because of time. So, um, she also recommends, the lady wrote the article also recommends colloidal silvers and nasal spray for sinus infections. And that's another good thing. Um, I'll have the patients, people ask me, well, if I got a sinus infection? Make um, if you let's say you bought a bottle of five thousand part per million in Vive mild silver protein on that I recommend. My website's doctor-johnson.com. Doctor-johnson.com. Let's say you got a bottle of five thousand. Just cut it with ten parts distilled water, preferably, and you've got a five hundred part per million solution. Okay, and use that in your nasal spray. It. Get get one of those atomizers. That, that, you know, like Afrin or whatever, dump that garbage out, put in 500 parts per million. Uh, if you don't like the smell, you can put like a tiny bit of eucalyptus oil in there. It really doesn't have a smell, but the eucalyptus kind of tends to open up the nasal passages. Don't put more than a drop, okay? Because it'll be too much, trust me. It'll overwhelm your nasal passages. But you do 500 parts per million, a drop of eucalyptus oil, atomize it, like, inhale while you're spraying it into the nasal cavities, tip your head back, and it'll get up in there, man. It'll kill about any infection I know of. Ear infections. You can use 500 part per million silver in the ears as well. One thing is, is it's dark and it's kind of staining, and, you know, you might be a walk around, you got dark stuff oozing out of your ears. It might freak a lot of people out. Now, what you can do is use hydrogen peroxide, just regular, regular stuff you buy at the, the uh, drugstore. Okay, 3%. And the, the one thing about that, though, and little kids don't like this, and if you've got an ear infection, it can really sting, the hydrogen peroxide, even 3%. You put it in there, and that starts bubbling, it will freak a little kid out. I've had it happen with Taylor before. And so, um, the silver won't do that. It's, it's, it doesn't bubble, it doesn't, it doesn't sting, it doesn't do anything like that. So... From that standpoint, one's clear, though. The hydrogen peroxide's clear, and it's not, you know... And the 500 part per million is really not that thick. It's a lot thinner, obviously, than 5,000. So, it depends, you know? But, um, let's say you had a combination. Throat, ear, nose, okay? Let's say, for argument's sake, you use 3% hydrogen peroxide, 2 to 3 drops in each ear, mm, 3 to 4 times a day, Okay? In conjunction, let's say you're atomizing 500 part per million in Vive mild silver protein into the nasal passages, I don't know, three, four, five, six times a day. You're not going to hurt yourself, okay? Inhale, while you're doing it, three, four sprays in each nasal passage. Inhale and tip your head back. You literally feel it come down the back of your throat. That's what you want. Uh, then let's say you let's say you got combination sore throat, lung, the whole nine yards. Okay, well then make a 100 part per million solution of the 
in five mild silver protein with a drop of eucalyptus oil. Get your nebulizer. Now, I don't know. That's up to you how you get a nebulizer. They're, now they're prescription only. Remember, they're trying to take away all our options. So, but I've had a lot of people tell me they found them online and they can, you know, find them online. You take your nebulizer cup, you dilute that um, uh, 5,000 part per million silver or whatever strength you got down to 100 part per million. Okay. And um, you just, uh, now in that particular case, you'd want to do 50 parts, 50 drops of distilled water, one drop of 5,000. You'd make about 100 parts per million, I believe, around there. I don't know, you just have to do the math, okay, as far as dilution goes. It's not rocket science, it's just a little bit of math you have to do. And you put that in the nebulizer cup, you make about 100 parts per million. Now, I'll be honest, I've used up to 500 nebulizer, but the company in Vive says never, ever, ever, for FDA purposes, say anything more than 100. So I'm, I'm going to officially say, okay, 100. Okay, I've used up to 500 with no detrimental effects. I think if you're going to be doing it every day, day in, day out, but typically if you have an infection, you're, you're talking short-term use here. Anyway, you nebulize that three to four minutes, three, four, five times a day. You're actually going at the lung fields with it, with the the silver literally in the air, it's it's like an atomizing silver. So you could hit it nasally, uh, nasal passages with the nasal spray bottle, ears with you know either the silver or the um, 500 part per million silver or hydrogen peroxide, three percent. You can be doing the silver internally. Let's say a teaspoon every three to four hours. Okay, hold under the tongue for three to four or five minutes and then swallow. If you don't like the taste, hit your tongue with some organic peppermint oil. The one I like best is now, N-O-W, peppermint oil. Just get keyword search. Go to Herbs Pro. You can get a lot of um, a lot of these products I was talking about. You can get there. You can't get a vibe silver there, but you can get like the natokinase. You can get the serapepsidase. You can get choline. You can get... Uh, I have no vested interest telling you this. I'm just saying they're a really good price on a lot of these products. So, these are some practical things you could do that could literally save your life. Now, like when I talk about the silver anymore, I'm using it mostly, I'm mostly using it like, okay, okay, I do it every other day, every third day, just to keep candida levels down the body. I've been prone to that my whole life. Candida colonies, listen, they're spraying us with fungus. There's a fungal component in the chemtrails. There's all kind of fungal things that are trying to promote candida in the body. And it's hard to keep down candida colonies in the body because of that. And most of the time people think, oh, candida is this yeast infection women thing. Get No, 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 no. Everybody's walking around with candida. I did live blood cell analysis for a long time in the clinic I was at. And almost invariably, every single patient had tons of candida colonies in their bloodstream. So... The miles of a protein is very good to keep that level in check. Now, if you have enough flora, if you're doing enough raw fermented foods that have the good flora, that might be all you need to do. But I like really having the silver on hand, the 5,000 part on hand for like, let's say the big pandemic hits. And they find a way to not only induce it with vaccinations, but they're also doing some kind of binary tertiary agent, spraying chemtrails and who knows, whatever combo. And they're using these people as vectors and breeding grounds to actually produce the super flu. The, let's say, H5N1. 
Okay, the bad stuff has a 60-70% kill rate. It's what I did that 14-city tour on. Let's, fi- let's say they find a way to do that. And this thing's killing people like crazy. And it's not even about, at this point, getting vaccinated. The, the people that are vaccinated are as good as dead, but they're u- being used as vectors for literally breeding grounds to release this, like that testimony I just read not too long ago. Well, that's the, that's the scenario you want to have the silver for. Okay. Because that's a scenario, now I'm not saying God can't protect you, but I'm saying that, you know, from a prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished, that's a scenario you would want to use the silver. Um, And um, I gave some guidelines for that in the teaching I did on the prepper study. But it's basically, generally, for an adult, you know, you probably wouldn't have about three bottles per adult. And for a child, you know, a couple, one to two at least, you know, so... You pray about it, do whatever you, you feel led to do, but I'm saying for guideline purposes. Now, for everyday health, I like, uh, for as immune system goes, the that C500 from Right Foods. I think it's the best vitamin C on the market. And um, that's what I do day-to-day stuff to, to stay healthy. In a good multi, whole food multivitamin. And Nate has really, really good one. I think it's the best. There's one for men. There's one for women. There's one for women over 40. There's one for men over 40. And I recommend getting the kind that does not have iron if you're a man. Because iron tends to build up in a man's system and can cause a lot of problems in the body. Um, And they've got iron-free men's multiples by innate or right foods. But they're kind of phasing right foods out. Right foods is the sister company. And these are true, what they call food state, whole food vitamins. And I don't know any other company that does it. Standard Process is still behind in that regard. They were the ones that were the forerunners to these companies. But Innate and Right Foods have taken it to a whole other level. So, I, you know, this stuff that Alex Jones is promoting, that's not real. That's not, they, they say, oh, it's not synthetic. And, and they, they talk about all these other that's garbage. The actual vitamins they're using are synthetic. They're mixing it with a food blend, okay, which makes it better, but it's not truly um, non-synthetic vitamins. The vitamins they're listing, when you see typically like 10,000 IUs of vitamin A, you're dealing with a synthetic there. Food state vitamins are different. They're derived from foods, and, and it'll it'll go out of their way to state that. And I only know there's very few companies that know how to do it. And that longevity stuff is not what they're representing it to be uh, at all. I, I really checked into that, too. And it's it's not what it's... I'm not saying that some people haven't gotten great results off it. That's great. But when your body's totally depleted, and you know you give it anything when you've given it nothing before, then it's going to respond in a positive way. I mean, nothing's better than, or something's better than nothing, in other words, as far as these types of things go. But I just don't, I think that a lot of their advertising is deceptive, personally. So anyway, uh, let's go further. Barium is a carcinogenic, carcinogen, and knocks out all potassium from your body. I wouldn't say it knocks out all, because we'd be dead. You have to have potassium for your heart to beat. So, if it knocked it all out, we'd be dead real quick. Anyway, causing muscle weakness and heart palpitations, potassium supplements could be considered. Okay, but be careful, because like virtually all potassium supplements are synthetic. And it's hard to get a food-grade potassium. Innate makes a calcium-potassium-magnesium blend I've used with patients. Um... 
had good results with that product. Um, standard process makes organic minerals. Organic minerals is essentially alfalfa tablets. So alfalfa has a lot of naturally occurring natural potassium. Bananas. But make sure you're getting organic, and I've even heard horrific things about them. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but um, those are some options for you on that end. Gwen Scott wears a mask when she goes outside to block the toxic soup we're all walking in. She finds it dramatically reduces her symptoms. I've seen people do that. You know, so if she's outside, you're going to minimize the particulate matter you're breathing in, chemtrail-wise. Particularly if you know they've been spraying. Um, okay, so let's go further here. What I outline here only scratches the surface. Here is an informative article that Gwen wrote which expands on ways you can defend yourself from the plague. Now, going into the next articles, and I'm not going to go into this because I've already put tons of emails out this week about this, but I want to at least touch on it. First report is World Awakens to Massive GMO Dangers, Genetically Modified Organisms. I've already touched on that, the study. The study was the first ever to examine the true effects of lifelong GMO consumption on rats. Well, Suffice it to say, they, it, they produced gigantic tumors, these rats that were given GMO. And by the, I don't know, I think the third, um, third generation, they were totally sterile. So again, it causes cancer, and it totally sterilizes. Kind of sounds like something that might fulfill that first commandment of the New World Order, uh, Georgia Guidestone. Reduce world population to 500 million? Hmm, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a thing there. They're, you know. So again, it's all about killing us off. Calling the herd. Uh, next report. Monsanto pesticide companies have now spent more than $19 million to kill Proposition 37, which would label all foods as GMO. This is how satanic and evil that maggot company Monsanto is. I mean, they are pure satanic evil. Uh, Monsanto has forked over another $2.8 million to kill Proposition 37, I guess, since the writing uh, of this. And, uh, and don't forget Nestle. They're in there, too. Next report. GM crops must be immediately outlawed. Monsanto and Monsanto halted from threatening humanity. There is no longer any legitimate scientific defense of growing GM crops for human consumption. And again, you can click on all these links and explore them further. Um, it, it's so overwhelming now, the evidence that's coming out against GMO. It, it's just mind-boggling. Now, for people in California, vote yes on Proposition 37, which is for the labeling of genetically modified... Uh, now, see, again, why would it be so important to them if this was good? Because they know there's going to be reports increasingly coming out on the horrific effects of GMO food. They don't want any of you to know... That you're being killed. They want you to be totally in the dark. And they're spending millions upon millions of dollars. To, to assure that you never know. That you're being poisoned and killed. And your DNA is being modified. There's a link you can click on here. To um, I think like an online thing. Petition. Uh, next one. Whole Foods. The uh, health food store. Knowingly engages in massive GMO deception. Says uncover video by organic spice. Listen I don't have a lot of of um, love for many health food stores, to be honest. Big reason is because of this kind of garbage that goes on. Any kind of chain health food store, you know, they're going to be engaging in this type of stuff. In other words, they call themselves a health food store, but it's all about the money. Who knows really even owns these things? 
And they're going to try to cover up and make sure that you don't know you're getting GMOs and a lot of the products you may be paying double for. There's a lot of very corrupt health food companies out there, and I've tried to expose them. Horizon is one of the worst. Uh, any 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 health food that they'd sell in, in uh, Walmart, you know it's got to be bad. Horizon's one of the worst. This Whole Foods, I wouldn't have even ever set foot in one of those places. I never have. Um, they're engaging in a massive GMO deception. Huge. To try to cover it up so that you don't know. So they're basically on the same level as Monsanto. All these places sell soy. They, they put soy in everything. Almost every health food store I've ever been in. I've never seen a health food store one time that didn't have soy. Wasn't selling soy. And I'm like, why would you do this? This stuff is not fit for internal consumption. They have sell kind of products that have canola oil in them. Another one, rapeseed oil, which is what canola is. They changed it to canola oil because it was more palatable. Not fit for human consumption. Not fit. Neither is soy. Unless it's fermented and it's like organic and it's just consumed in a little tiny bit. Fermented soy, not tons of it. Not regular soy, which is all almost now GMO, all of it. Soy is not a food fit for humanity. Um, and these health food stores, they all sell it. And they act like, oh, we're, you know, this and that. Give me a break. Um, most of the most of the vitamins they sell are synthetic. They're not they're not food state vitamins. I mean, I could go on and on and on about health food stores. So, anyway, um, YouTube censors the organic spies video exposing Whole Foods employees lying about GMOs. So there's links to this exposing Whole Foods. Uh, Amy's Kitchen organic food brand vindicated via support of GMO label Proposition 37. I mean, if Amy, Amy if Amy's Kitchen is going to support Proposition 37, well, that's a pretty good sign. They're 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 not engaging and they're not using GMOs in their products. In other words, it's a good sign. So, um, shocking results of Monsanto Roundup uh, cancer spur global calls for immediate action against GMO crops. I used to spray that Roundup stuff all the time. It was one of the other things I sprayed when I was younger. Man, I, I sprayed gallons and gallons and gallons of that stuff. It's a weed killer. But now they've got Roundup-ready crops, where they've got the GMO crops with the Terminator seeds, okay, which I explained what that was earlier, and they're Roundup-ready. Not only are they aluminum-resistant, the seeds, but they're Roundup-ready, meaning you can literally spray... The crop with Roundup, which is one of the most powerful weed killers on the planet. And it won't kill the, the crop. It'll kill the weeds around it. And I'm like, that stuff, I mean, it is so evil. And how they engineer this stuff is beyond me. I mean, it's like, wow, they really have went out of their way to, to try to um, do this. Uh, next report, rid the body of dangerous bitoxin found in genetically modified foods with these tips. I'm trying to give you some alternatives so you can take proactive measures. Next article, Franken-scientists announce mutant GMO cows to produce engineered milk for human babies. Now that sounds, that sounds uh, good and wonderful and, you know, thing. You know, GMO cows to produce engineered milk for human babies. I mean, what's not to like about that? You know, I'm sure it won't affect them. Uh, next report, soy equals hormonal disruption. Are you still buying into the hype that soy is good for you? There's a whole article here on this. 
And 94% of all soy grown in the United States is genetically engineered. So, you know, it's all evil. Now, last two articles. Uh, report, this is the first report. Will the GMO breast cancer link be combing pinkwashed away? With Breast Cancer Awareness Month upon us, and I believe we're in it now, the latest bombshell GMO Roundup study produced by a French research team, which we just talked about that a second ago, are presently making the international headlines and is well-timed. The researchers found in the first long-term GM, GMO corn and Roundup feeding study of its kind, now remember, GM corn, genetically modified corn, with the round, grown from Roundup-ready seeds, Terminator seeds, grown in totally depleted soil with uh, fungicides, pesticides, and herbicides sprayed on it. It's, I mean, you know, it's real natural stuff here we're dealing with. Um, This is the first long-term study of GM corn and Roundup feeding studies of its kind that female rats exposed to concentrations well below, well below official safety limits developed massive progressive Mammillary, mammary or, or breast tumors, which either led to premature death or required euthanasia due to their great suffering. Why wouldn't, so in other words, why wouldn't, you know, Coleman, race for the cure, why wouldn't they be all over this? I mean, this is the, the these were well below the safety limits. And this was just feeding them GM corn, these, these rats. They developed massive progressive mammary tumors which led to premature death or required euthanasia due to their great suffering. And here's, if you want to see a picture of one of these rats, I got it right here with a nice comb and pink ribbon on it and uh, superimposed over it and this gigantic tumor growing off this rat. Why would this be of concern to Breast Cancer Awareness Month? After all, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is the annual pink washing celebration where people collectively and forcibly remove the thought of there being preventable and treatable causes of breast cancer from their minds and hurl themselves over like lemmings off a cliff, cliff promoting the buckets for the cure or, and sacrificing their time, energy, and money raising billions more for a pharmaceutical answer for a pharmaceutically incurable condition. See, you can't cure breast cancer with drugs. Well, we can cut it out and radiate and rape and pillage the body and do all that. Yeah, that's, that's the way God intended it, I'm sure. So you're going to go to Satan for your cure, and Satan was the one that caused it. Okay, that, that makes sense. This annual ritual celebrates the pink ribbon clo- uh, cloth- clothing wear. Most, uh, most not knowing that the pharmaceutical subsidiary, Zeneca, which is the co-founder of Breast Cancer Awareness Month in 1985, Zeneca merged with Astra AB in 1999, becoming AstraZeneca, uh, which is also the manufacturer of the breast cancer blockbuster drugs Armadix and Tamoxifen, and also pushing for widespread adoption of breast screening. So in other words, you've got Zeneca, who who was the one that co-founded Breast Cancer Awareness Month, they team up with AstraZeneca, who... Then, now they're producing these breast cancer drugs, Armadex and Tamoxifen, and they're also pushing for breast cancer screens. So, in other words, follow the money. Look at how intricately tied, and look at the, the, the um, I mean, the conflict of interest here. 
I'm sure it has nothing to do with profits or, or anything like that, you know, money, you know. Um, they, they pushed for widespread adoption of breast screens in which they generated millions of new and future customers via mammography-induced breast cancer. Why would you say that? Because every time you get a, a, um, a mammography, your risk of breast cancer goes up 1% to 3%. It's statistically proven. Well, you mean it's causing the very thing it's checking for? Yep, you're right. Because they're trying to kill you. And it's all by design. We're going to talk about this more in a second. Even while one of, its main, one of the main forms of mammography detected cancer, which is ductal carcinoma in situ, is often intrinsically benign. Better, which is better left untreated with conventional and highly toxic therapies like radiation and chemotherapy. Mammography is now receiving sizable opposition because of the high error rates and high radiation levels involved in the procedure. The rates of false positives and false negatives are alarming in mammographies. 70 to 80% of all positive mammograms do not show any presence of cancer on biopsy. Additionally, Mammograms have a high rate of missed tumors, false negatives. In the book, The Politics of Cancer, by Dr. Samuel E. Epstein, he claims that in women ages 40 to 49, 25% have their cancer missed by mammography. Many women depend on the annual mammogram to diagnose breast cancer. Recent studies show, however, that an annual mammogram may actually... Well, it doesn't may, it does increase your risk of developing breast cancer from 1% to 3% each time you receive one. It's a fact. I mean, you're using radiation, high levels of radiation. What does radiation do? It causes cancer, right? Well, that's exactly what they're doing. And they're doing it annually. And every time you get it, see, remember, radiation is cumulative. Particularly if you're doing nothing in the body to counteract the effects of it. Produces all kind of uh, free radicals and, you know, it's cancer causing. And it's cumulative. So, um, this is what's happening. Okay, and the reason this is, is because the breast is one of the parts of the body most sensitive to radiation exposure. And second only to fetal tissue. So, Russell, Russell L. Blaylock, MD, or esteemed MD, estimates that an annual radiological breast exam increased the risk of breast cancer by 2% a year. Over a 10-year period, the risk will have increased to 20% if you do the math. All by design. They want you to get breast cancer. They're banking on it. And when you get it, they'll give you their drugs. And they're the same ones putting on Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's all a big money loop. And this is just one of the many multitude of scams the wonderful pharmaceutical medical profession has foisted on humanity. Last article, Attention Christians. Now, I've covered this, but I'm going to cover it again in brief, briefly, because it very much coincides with the information I just presented you. Attention Christians, the fraud and evil of Susan G. Komen Foundation. I, there's not hardly a foundation I despise more than this one. They're right up there with Monsanto in my eyes because of just the, the hypocrisy. I consider the Susan G. Komen Foundation to be in disingenuous fraud. This is by a lady named Terry Carroll a disingenuous fraud for raising hundreds of millions of dollars that effectively do, do little more than create public service announce, announcements encouraging annual mammograms, which feed you into the medical system, and they also sponsor fundraising races and provide emotional support for women diagnosed with breast cancer. But is their agenda truly eradicate breast cancer? No, you will see that is, is 
absolutely no. They're that, in fact, they're the exact opposite. What they don't do is acknowledge credible studies linking breast cancer to hormonal contraceptives and abortion, which has been proven over and over. And they partner with America's version of Dr. Mengele's medical practice, Planned Parenthood. Did you know that Susan G. Komen is yoked up and partner with Planned Parenthood, the number one abortion care provider in the United States, killing more little innocent babies than any other thing in the United States? Yeah, they're partnered up with them. Planned Parenthood's roots are deeply embedded in the American eugenics movement, so much so that Hitler received inspiration, direct guidance, and documented praise from Planned Parenthood and its founder, Margaret Sanger, who was an absolute total eugenicist that, you know, one of the most evil women that has ever walked the earth. And that's who they're partnered with, Susan G. Komen. My harsh criticism of SGK, meaning Susan G. Komen Foundation, flows from concern about how much SGK Foundation does not do to prevent breast cancer. What S- In fact, they do everything to make sure that, that they're doing nothing preventative at all. And we're going to prove that. What the SGK, SJK Foundation then actually achieves is an increase in the occurrence of breast cancer by relentlessly denying the truth of the real risk factors such as previous abortions and hormonal contraceptives. These are the two main things that they have found in studies that will increase your risk of breast cancer. Of previous abortions and hormonal contraceptives. Now, and they're not the only things, but they're two of the main ones. And it's all by design. I mean, hey, if you were yoked up with Planned Parenthood, why would you want to inform... Why would you want to inform your Susan G. Komen clientele that hormonal contraceptives and, and previous abortions were the main contributing risk? You, that would be totally contradictive to your, uh, contradicting your relationship with Planned Parenthood, who you're yoked up with. You see how evil this organization is? Cancer groups lied to women about the risks of, UV, of using combined estrogen and progestin hormone replacement therapy, and the pill when conclusive evidence of breast cancer risk became available in the 1980s. Here's another thing to think about. The pill, the patch, all of these therapies that we're talking about here in the breast control, uh, birth control, well, guess what? They're all potentially abortifactive, meaning that they can allow a fertilized, they can allow an egg to be fertilized and they will not allow proper implementation of the fertilized egg into the uterus. Why? Because the uterus lining has been totally changed because of the pill, the patch, and these and these uh, oral breath, uh, oral um, contraceptives. That's how they work. They do not allow the lining of the uterus to develop to a favorable environment for the fertilized egg to implant itself. What does that mean? That means that you can have conception. The Bible says, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet under the nations. Uh, the word of God says that to Jeremiah. So he knows us before we even formed in the womb. So conception, life begins at conception. So you have a conceived baby that is aborted because of the pill or the patch or these hormonal ways. And so an abortion is occurring. You're not aware of it, but it doesn't matter. In God's eyes, it's no different. So what about that? That's another thing. You're actually, not only when you use oral contraceptives are, are you know, 
you're doing this, but you're also potentially causing abortions, and who knows how many. Now, I'm not here to condemn all women that have used these approaches, and most of the time they're not even aware of this. That's why I'm here, because we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay, and, and again, if you don't know, you're bringing a curse on yourself by doing something, but nevertheless you're doing something that is bringing a curse on yourself, you know, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Or do I love you enough to tell you the truth? Okay, so I don't want you to bring a curse on yourself. I don't want you to abort babies and you don't even know you're pregnant. And, wow, the, the baby's gone, I never even knew it. And then, you know, it's just, it's not something that, you know, um, it's something that we need to know about now, you know, so that we can repent of it. Because a lot of things with Satan, you know, if we're ignorant of his devices, he's going to get an advantage of us. This is a mighty, mighty, mighty thing where Satan has gotten advantage of a lot of women and a lot of men. And they're not even aware this is going on in their own womb. And their own womb is an abortion factory. And they're not even aware of it. And I don't know what it's doing to you on a spiritual level, but it cannot be good. So, um, anyway, I mean, if you don't believe me, just look at the, go up online. I think abortion TV is, is one. Or, or just research yourself. Just look at the mechanism of how the pill or the patch or these hormonal methods of contraception work. And one of the ways, and one of the main ways is, is the uterine, the uterine lining, lining, not being conducive for the implementation, implantation of a fertilized egg. It's not the only way it works, but it is a potential way. So, it's like, not a risk you need to be taking. So, cancer groups lied to women about the risks of using combined estrogen progestin, uh, hormone replacement therapy, and the pill when conclusive evidence of breast cancer risk became available in the 1980s, and they're still lying about abortion. The SGK Foundation rejects all of this and outright denies the validity of any such studies as if the studies had no value at all. That's how evil Susan G. Komen is. They're going to try to suppress the real reasons for breast cancer and make sure you have no clue what's really the main factors. Keep you totally in the dark. That's how much they care about you. They'll take your money all day long, though. It's just like you're giving your money to Satan. Absolutely like you're giving your money to Satan when you give it to them. I mean, we're responsible for where our money goes. We're supposed to be good stewards of what God's given us. You know, so also in the face of mounting scientific evidence, Susan G. Komen for The Cure has published statements on its website that dismiss the links between breast cancer and the chemical bisphenol A, or BPA, which is what, you know, I've got into in the, the number one, the recyclable containers that are uh, the real cheap ones, the number one leaches BPA into the, into the fluids, uh, cash register receipts, it's, it's on all kind of stuff. Just key in BPA in the search box at continuefortruth.com. I've done many studies on it. More than 100 studies connect BPA to breast cancer in humans, while others have established the link in lab animals. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that BPA is in the bodies of more than 90% of the U.S. population. In April of last year, however, Komen deemed the chemical safe. So Susan G. Komen, which is like, if, if you go to them for health advice, it's like going to Satan for, uh, for advice on you know, how to properly interpret the Bible. They said that, you know, the chemical's safe. So Susan G. Coleman is just an extension of Big Pharma, 
the Illuminati, the globalists, whatever you want to call them, it's just an extension of Satan, okay, that is there to totally deceive you and keep you in the dark. Just like virtually every facet of the medical, pharmaceutical profession is there to destroy you, keep you in the dark, keep you dumbed down, kill you, and bring you under their control. That's why they're there. And hopefully I've, I've, after the, you know, I've been doing this for six plus years now. And, you know, I've, I've probably addressed these subjects from about every angle you could address them. Uh, that we're talking about. This isn't the first time I've talked about this stuff before. So, anyway, that's all I have for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. Um, I do pray, God, you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and sacred faults that they would not have dominion over us. I pray, God, you give us eyes to see hearts to receive and ears to hear, Lord, the truth. And I do pray, God, that we are not ignorant, not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. I do pray, God, that you show um, my listeners and, and their family members and the people that they could influence. I pray to God you use them mightily to get the truth out regarding these subjects. And then a lot of times, Lord, these are subjects that can be springboards into leading people into deeper truth and ultimately the truth of accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and that their souls will be saved, Lord, for it will that not one would perish but that all would come to repentance. And I just pray, God, that you use um, the body of Christ mightily, um, my listeners, this ministry mightily, wherever your word or your truth is being preached worldwide and that through us your name is glorified and that many people would be saved. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.